What is up, guys? Welcome back. Um, first of all, I'd like to say thank you for all the views from the last episode. Um, I actually took some time away from it and forgot to really look at it, and next thing you know, it was just uh, the numbers were doing really, really good. So I just want to say thank you for listening, thank you for downloading, and uh, let's get on talking about what's going on around Australia. So I am uh, not only am I recording this episode, but I'm also uh, live on Twitch. If anybody wants to come check it out, uh, maybe another day, it is um, Just News Australia. So twitch.tv slash Just News Australia. Uh, my last episode, I was uh, had a bit of a rant and a rave about the um, lockout laws that have come into place. And luckily for us, it has been changed. There was a report written um, on the 9th of September... Uh, from the ABC News, and it states that the 130 lockouts are expected to be lifted in CBD entertainment districts, which include Oxford Street. However, here's the kicker. It does not include King's Cross. And if anyone's ever been to Sydney, they know 100% King's Cross is where, uh, that's the main spot. That's where you go. That's where you finish. That's where you start. Everything's on one street. Eat, club, strippers, everything you can think of, all on one street. Um, that is still going to be affected by the lockout laws. The legislation was introduced in 2014 with the aim to reduce alcohol-fueled violence. Um, but after two, you know, it started from two coward punches. So uh, innocent people walking down the road, punches, that's it, that's done. Uh, the premier, Gladys Paradouklian, said that the city's nightlife needs to be resurrected for the sake of jobs, but the community safety will always be the primary focus. Um, she also stated that Sydney is Australia's only global city, and we need our nightlife to reflect that. And it's contradictory to her actions. If you've been around Sydney, you've seen many protests uh, recently. Well, actually, many protests every weekend in Martin Place. Uh, every, everywhere Gladys goes... They're protesting nightclubs and they're protesting festivals. So, um, apparently, the announcement it precedes a re report due to be released in coming weeks by a joint parliamentary committee into Sydney's nightlife economy, which is completely collapsed. If you've if you've not been to Sydney or if you have a long time ago and you come back and you expect it to be the same that it was when you were out at night last time, it's just not going to be the case. It's a complete wreck. Um, there's nothing going on. I used to work in the nightclubs. I know firsthand how it changed. Uh, lockout ruined it at a very quick, quick pace. So, with that being said, uh, the, the president of the Australian Medical Association said that it was poor choice to roll back such a successful preventative health measure. Okay, um, That's two different people. So, you've got people discussing it on health-wise. The, the, the crimes has apparently gone down. Then you've got business owners and small business owners and backpackers and everyone that used to work in the nightclubs, you know, they're out of a job. So with that being said, it does look like the Newtown areas, the um, the Oxford Street, that's all going to be opened back up again at one point. Um, so it's a bit of a win, but it still puts a little bit of a damper on the, the rest and, and the heart or what I would consider the heart of Sydney's nightclub. But we're going to move on from that now. Um, let's talk about something a bit more recent, which is uh, last week. I don't know if anyone watches uh, or listens to radio 
here in Australia. Um, you've also you've got the king of radio, which is Kyle Sandilands, the Kyle and Jackie O show on Kiss FM. They're always number one, have been number one since I've been here, and that's just the way it is. Um, they have had Kyle especially has had to apologize for a uh, a Virgin Mary comment that he made. Um, and apparently Kyle is receiving death threats and harsh, harsh criticism for what he said. Now, um, his exact, I didn't hear it, um, so I'll have to quote another news, which hopefully is exactly what he did say. Um, I can give you a quote of exactly what he said. He's quoted to say on the air, on the radio, in the morning, he stated that I thought Mary was his, as in Jesus Christ's, girlfriend, but apparently it was the mother, and the mother lied, obviously, and told everyone, nah, I got pregnant by a magical ghost, yeah, that's bullshit. Someone chock-a-blocked her behind the camel shed, you might believe everything that's written down 2,000 years ago to be absolutely accurate, and good on you, you're dumb, you're dumb as dog shit. Now, with that being said, is Kyle wrong? for saying that I mean there are many people that that say and you know what I'll, I'll point out which is very contradictory is that the same people that are giving Kyle Sandel his death threats for what he said about the Virgin Mary and whatnot those are the exact same ones that sat there and screamed freedom of speech freedom of speech speech whenever Israel Folau went on his huge rant about his anti-gay his homophobic shit that he was saying coming out of his mouth and posted on Instagram they wanted to scream, scream, scream to the high heavens that everything was freedom of speech. However, this happens and all of a sudden it's not okay. All of a sudden they're demanding him to be stepping down. They're protesting outside Australian radio network. They're giving him death threats. They're writing to the Daily Mail. They're just going completely nuts over something that vice versa happened two months ago. So you're seeing, and you see this a lot in Australian politics and Australia. You see it a lot in politics. I won't just necessarily state Australian, but you see a whole lot of contradictory and hypocrisy. And that's just the way it is, I guess. And that's how you play the game. But the game to me is a bit. It's it's strange whenever they do. Kyle did go up and apologize. Um, I'm not going to read it because I think it's bullshit. I don't think he should have apologized. I think he should have stuck by what he said and, you know. That's it. It's done. He said what he said. Who cares? It's radio. Kyle is a known quote-unquote shock jock radio host, and he needs to be in the headlines, and that's he deserves to be, and, and you know what? He deserves to be able to say whatever the fuck he wants to say, and if it upsets the, the Bible thumpers, then so be it, but Israel Folau says some stupid shit towards homosexuals, and y'all are okay with that, so it's real picky-choosy, isn't it? Now, this next story, if, if, if you're not from Australia, you're probably not going to know who I'm talking about. And to be honest, if you're from Australia, you probably also won't know who the fuck I'm talking about. Um, apparently, there was an incident on an airplane with the Vi- the Veronicas. Um, the, the Veronicas are two-time ARIA award-winning singers, okay? So, they're obviously better at whatever they do better than me because I don't have an ARIA. I don't have an award in anything. I don't even have an award, like, I haven't even made myself an award. I don't even think I got a reward in T-Ball. Um, however, the uh, the two ARIA award-winning singers made national headlines yesterday, right? So, 
they refused to follow crew instructions according to Qantas flight. So they were on a flight from, I believe it was Sydney to Brisbane, and they refused to follow the crew instructions, which if you've flown in Australia, you do understand that that is an actual federal offense. Um, so d d depending on what it is, it the, the video wasn't clear. The video they posted was very edited. It faded in and it faded out, um, which is typical of some anorexic vegans that scream that they don't like the police and everything else half the time, and they're activists. Um, anyways, look, Lisa and Jess, which is both their names, I'm not going to try to pronounce their last names. Orgolasso, okay, I guess I did. Anyways, um, they're both 34. They were deemed security risk by the airline and booted from the plane over a reported baggage mishap. But, you know, if you watched the project today or yesterday, you noticed that the they had a different side of the story, right? So they, you know, they took to Instagram and, and the project to slam the airline, adding that they are going to pursue legal action against the airline and I guess against the AFP. But it's funny, and this is... A lot of people are pointing this out on Twitter, and I'm glad they do that. It's funny considering that they have a reality TV show that's about to air in a month. And all of a sudden this happens. And it happens a lot. You see it happen with the Kardashians. You see it happen with all these reality shows. And now this happens. So they go on the project today, and they, they denounce that it's any sort of publicity stunt. Um, but they basically said they can show the edited version to the public, but legally they can't show the unedited version. Um, I'm not sure what exactly that means and why you can show the legal... I, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's bullshit, but that's just in the news. That's what happened. So they haven't released a video. Are they lying? Are they not lying? Who knows? I think we all can come to an assumption that we think... Well, I'll just leave it at... We all can come to an assumption, okay? Um... To get on some breaking news, which happened today, which is the 25th of September, um, Sarah Budge, I don't know if you guys know Sarah Budge, she is the girlfriend and a model of nightclub owner John Abraham. Um, she was being charged, or I'm sorry, I believe she's a former girlfriend of John Abraham. Um, but with that being said, she was found not guilty of like three or four gun charges. Um, I think she... The last one she was waiting on was to be found not guilty of an unlawful gun possession. Um, the model, and I think she's a restaurant owner, uh, Sarah Budge, at the age of 29, has testified she did not know a stolen and defaced Glock 26 pistol and loaded magazine found by police in her bedroom wardrobe on in August of uh, 2017 had been in her double bay unit. So she didn't know, apparently. And the jury believed it, and so um, it was that they were. It was a four-day deliberation. The jury was out for four days for a gun case. Um, is that because it's John Abraham's ex-girlfriend? It's probably because it's John Abraham's ex-girlfriend. I'll tell you what. I work in the court system, and for this to take four days, yeah, uh, yeah. Mm, okay. Anyways. Um, so it was 11 people. The jury returned with a not guilty verdict to unlawful possession as well as all the other charges. Um, the same jury on Tuesday cleared her of yep, two other charges that alleged Budge knew of the ammunition and that the gun had its serial number scratched. 
So obviously, if she if she was found not guilty of the first two, you would think that she wouldn't get found guilty of knowing that the gun was even there, right? Um, but uh, she didn't really express much. She had testified her told her that she knew how she didn't know how the pistol came into the apartment, and she said she refused to tell her more, and said that she was in enough trouble as it was. Um, basically, that's her reasoning. So. Uh, Budge, let's, we'll explain it a little bit better. Budge, who was dated, who had dated Mr. Abraham, John Abraham, the nightclub owner, since 2013, had testified. He told her he knew how a pistol came into her apartment, but he refused to tell her more and said she was already in enough trouble. So he knew how it got there, but she did not. So I don't know how any of that. So I mean, I guess the lawyer assumed that he hid the pistol in her house. Um, because he knew maybe he was going to get raided by the police or something. Uh, during that time, he there was a few raids on his house. Just so happened to be news helicopters around and everything else. So uh, it's a bit of a show of force by the police, I would, I would assume. Um, so let's see. We've talked about lockout laws. We've talked about uh, what most of the recent stuff that's happened. Um, we can talk. Uh, we can get into politics. Um, however. A fucked up thing that's happened this week in Australia. Mostly Australia. Um, there was a post in an online group. Um, a group of, what is it, I guess fathers. So there was a thousands of dads urging to participate in mass abduction of children. What do I mean by that? Okay, that being said, I want you to listen to this story. So let me read you the headline here from news.com.au. Thousands of dads urged to participate in mass abduction of children. I'm going to repeat that. Mass abduction of children. What does that sound like to you? That sounds like something that happens in fucking Africa and all the third world countries where these militias come and they take these kids and they force them to kill people or some shit like that, right? Let me read you the article. A post in men's domestic violence group has urged dads to abduct their children and make false abuse allegations against the kids' moms. So, you make, in a way, you don't know the full story. The news does not know the full story. There's no way they know the full story of all these people. All their stories and why this comment would be said. However, let's keep reading. A post in an online group of fathers had urged more than 19,000 members to abduct their children in a co-oriented strike that would reduce the ability of law enforcement to respond. Okay, first of all, I have not seen this post. If this post, which is, I can see it, they've posted a screenshot of it. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Now, is it fucked up because you're taking the kid from your mom? I don't know your, your kid's story. I don't know between you and your spouse's story, but... You should never abduct your children and make your children suffer the punishment of... I had two separate parents. My parents were both divorced. Um, you never want to put your kids in that situation. You, I would never imagine me wanting my children to know that I hated my mother and that I'm stealing them from her. You know? Okay. But let's keep going. The group, Domestic Violence Against Men, and this is a, a report from news.com.au, posted the call to action asking Australian fathers to grab their kids on December 1st and take them interstate. 
The September 12th post made by an administrator of the Facebook group reads, On the 1st of December, every father must grab their kids and run to another state, then report the mother for sexual abuse. Okay, that's fucked. That's fucked. I can see the screenshot. If you're looking at my Twitch, you can see the screenshot. If, you, if you're listening, unfortunately, uh, you probably have already found it or read the, the article by now by the time you listen to this. But the article literally says, on the 1st of December, every father must grab their kids and run to another state. Then report the mother for sexual assault. Hashtag equality. Okay, and this comes, this is stemming from... Uh, Pauline Hansen. Pauline Hansen made this big rant about how family law court's unfair to the fathers. Whether or not that's true or not, we don't know. Unless you're the father or you're a mother and you've divorced and you you know. Right? So we don't know. So I don't think it's really our place to speak on behalf of every father because we don't know how disgusting these fathers are and we don't know how disgusting the mothers are or how great the fathers are or how great the mothers are. But I tell you fucking right now, I work in a court. I work within the Department of Justice. There are some feral fucking parents in Australia. There are absolutely disgusting parents in Australia. Men and women. However, I'm going to sit here and tell you that this whole fucking equal equality for men bullshit is fucking dumb. And you don't want to know why it's dumb? Because when I sit at a courthouse and I see the statistics and I see the the court hearings and the reasons that they're there for there is domestic violence issues in fact i want everyone to know that every local court in australia has a designated domestic violence slash avo day that and they have safe rooms and when you want to know how many mothers i see in those safe rooms 30 20 in one day mothers that sit in a safe room because they've been beaten by their husbands do you want to know how many husbands i see that have been beaten by their wives and are there for that reason given they don't have their own safe room but there's a reason they don't have their own safe room because I've seen maybe two two or three in over a fucking year I've seen two or three so when it comes to this bullshit equality for fathers bullshit own your shit take care of your children simple as that quit trying to play equality and play the fucking victim when statistically morally we all know that it's not the case it is not the fucking case did you marry a head case maybe maybe you did but does that make you think that you should abduct your children to to keep them away from your mother no that's fucked anyways let's keep going on with this fucking article the following day an administrator posted that the mass abduction would attract media coverage we are going to make headlines no matter what it takes no one gives a shite S-H-I-T-E, I'm not saying it wrong, I don't think, about how we are affected or why we hashtag suicide. Why we hashtag suicide. A later post says, Truth is, no father has it in them to take a child away from a mother, yet a mother will do it and doesn't give up who it affects. Unquote. The page that put this says it is the voice of silent male victims of domestic violence. It encourages members to vent on the site rather than suicide. I get it. I That's fucking good. That's good awareness. There needs to be looking into men's suicide. However, there does not need to be a comparison between the fact that domestic violence happens more to women than it does men. 
Because it's fact. There are way more women dying to domestic violence than there are men. And it's... I, I, I don't know why we're even arguing it. It's, it's complete... It's complete fact. And it's fact throughout the world. It's not just Australia. It is fact that Australia has a huge domestic violence problem. That's That's fact. Following the announcement of the preliminary inquiries into family law, several members wrote warnings to Prime Minister Scott Morrison of an epidemic of suicide and violence if they inquiry failed to do what it was right by them. So they're threatening that if this inquiry that's looking into the family law court doesn't go their way, they're going to kill themselves. Is that what we've come to in 2019? I fucked up. The court says I can't have custody of my children. I'm going to complain until they give me custody or I'm going to fucking kill myself. I don't think that's the way to go. I don't think that's the way to go at all. I think I think male suicide is a huge issue. But to, to put it to the courts and basically say that all the blood's on your hands if you don't change it to my way because it, it might be right. You might be wronged in your way, but if, if legislation lightens and loosens up, then what about the children that get into the father's hands that shouldn't be? What about the mothers that were telling a true story of how terrible their father was? And those kids start getting hurt. What, that be so that you, you're willing to risk other children's because you want to, you're going to kill yourself if you don't get to have custody of your kids. There's many other ways. I I don't understand. I can't say that I, I feel the way you feel because I've never lost my children. My children, fortunately, are still with me. Um, however, uh, there's got to be better ways. And I get that. This is this group here is doing it. This uh, and I'll tell you, domestic violence against men is a Facebook group. I understand what they're doing, but to post this and then to have comments under it suggesting they kill themselves if it doesn't go their way, or saying they will to help motivate already unstable people that are in this group because they're in this group for suicide prevention, basically, right? Not all of them are probably unstable, probably there to help. However, you have a lot of people in there that are vulnerable. So this person's saying. If we don't do it, I'm going to kill myself. Now they're going to go, oh, that's a great fucking idea. Maybe I should do that too. So you can't have a suicide awareness and event prevention Facebook group that condones suicide if it doesn't go your way. That I, that doesn't make sense to me. And if anyone's you know listening or anyone has any part of the group, please message me. I, I'll leave my Twitch chat wide open all day. Please come onto my Twitch and message me and let me know the truth because at the moment this is what I'm getting. Anyways, uh, the Domestic Violence Against Men page owner alleges he is a victim of domestic violence and claims he has been falsely accused of committing domestic violence. This is the article, by the way. This is not what I've written. I, I'm just going off what I can find on the, on the Twitter and everything else. The AFP encourages all parties to resolve family law issues in accordance with the best interests of the children involved and of the law. That's what the spokesperson for Family Law Court said. So... That's that. That's the news. That's what's fucked up today. Um, other than that, that's not much else going on. I'll have a quick look into politics, and we'll have a quick chat about that, and then um, hopefully everyone could go on about their day and live a good day. Now, I don't want to talk about this for too long. Um, we've all seen the footage of old girl ranting on about climate change, okay? We all have different opinions on it. Everyone's got a different opinion on Greta Thunberg, okay? Uh, my opinion is uh, slightly coached. 
factual. I do think climate change is a real thing, and I think that Australia needs to notice that. And that being said, Scott Morrison, old ScoMo, probably the most relaxed, dumbest prime minister in my opinion. Um, I don't know. We're both Canola Sharks fans, so that's a that's a plus. Other than that, I don't um, I don't tend to think that he's very good. He's just arrogant. He's got this fucking ego. You know, he's like one of the boys, but he's that boy that you didn't invite somewhere, but he always showed up like a few minutes later because he checks your Snapchat, you know what I mean? He's one of those boys. Anyways, I'll read an article. This is also from news.com.au. Um, and we can have a rant on it in the chat. If you want, you can come back and let me know after you listen. Or you can just turn me off now because I'm about to talk about politics, all right? Scott Morrison has warned against creating needless anxiety in children about climate change. Now, my wording is that this obviously is coming from the climate change protests that happened over the weekend, or over the week, sorry, when the kids left school on a Friday and they went and protested around the world, yada, 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 yada. Um, we've seen it before. It, it does spark people to look into it. Um, when it happened, I was a bit of against it because, you know, to me, if my, my son wanted to skip school to protest climate change what what the fuck is that going to do for you what 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 if if we're dying according to greta's speech you know we're gonna like the way she was acting we we're gonna die tomorrow or something so what is protesting on friday gonna do you know me you got to take a slow approach to this so you stay in school you get your grades you get your, you get where you want to go you find out what you like and you push towards becoming one of these scientists becoming a politician becoming a local member of parliament, you know? Then you start pushing for climate change. Then you start making a difference. Once you get into that, I call politics a big bowl of spaghetti. But if you're not even in a noodle in that spaghetti, then what, what are you going to change? You, you talk about how bad that spaghetti is, but the only way to fix spaghetti is to either not eat it or make your own damn spaghetti. So these kids that are protesting climate change, it's fucking phenomenal. The amount of knowledge these kids are getting, for the most part, is great. But use that knowledge and use everything else and, and get your own fucking spaghetti. You know, get your own spaghetti. That's what I'm going to name this one. Get your own damn spaghetti. Anyways, the article goes on to say that Scott Morrison has warned against creating needless anxiety in children about climate change. The Prime Minister says he has always liked to make sure... His own daughters, who are age 10 and 12, have perspective and context on the issue. He's quoted saying, I think there's a lot of disinformation out there about, frankly, what Australia is doing. There isn't a lot of information out there about what Australia is doing. The closest thing to help, or the closest thing to even put Australia on the knowledge to even ex thinking that climate change existed was the carbon tax that you got rid of within like the fucking first day that that late that julia gillard was gone so let's not act like australia is this fucking huge activist for climate change because your reef is dying and you're not it's just you're simply not acting on climate change like you should be and we all know it and we can all see that and we're not all dumb however is that the way to go the way you're going now ah uh, protesting outside of school maybe not but anyways let's go on with the article i wanted 
I want children growing up in Australia to feel positive about their future. And I think it's important that we have we give them the confidence that they will not only have a wonderful country and pristine environment to live in, but they'll also have an economy they can live in as well. Okay. Your look, seriously, your 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 Great Barrier Reef is dying. My dream is to hopefully get my son to visit the Great Barrier Reef before it goes away because it's dying. And what's dying? What's killing it? Let's be honest. Every scientist says what's killing it is climate change. But we refuse to believe science. But we'll try to go to the White House with a pretty known assumed child molester at Hillsong Church, right? That's that's what people are saying. That's what's in the news. So we can look into that at another lot of the date, another issue. I know everyone's probably driving to work and they're almost there and they want me to shut up. So um, basically everyone's lashing out. Everyone's lashing out at his response to basically saying that this young girl has needless anxiety and we should brush it off. Basically he went on the route Trump did and I'm not even going to mention that because that's not Australian. So we're not going to worry about that anymore, all right? Anyways, I want to thank you guys so much for listening and carrying on. Please download, follow, subscribe. Come over to my Twitch, twitch.tv. That is twitch.tv, not .com. Twitch.tv forward slash just news Australia. Simple. J-U-S-T news Australia. All right. Thank you again for listening, guys. I really appreciate the last um, the last did awesome the last episode the first episode actually did awesome hopefully i'll be doing one every other night um i'll be doing a stream every single night so come on over have a chat with me even when i'm not on you can still you're welcome to chat pop into the chat shoot me a message a whisper whatever you want to do just thanks for listening guys and i hope you have a great day